everyone as Fantastic Geek Talks, the upcoming Echo series. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Here today to talk Echo, streaming soon on Disney+. Plus. Matt, a day early now. We're getting it at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that'll be 9 o'clock uh, for us in the Eastern time zone on Tuesday, January 9th. Yeah, just literally a couple of days away at this point and certainly looking forward to it. Before we dive on into that, Pete, just want to hit hit some of the latest pop culture news here. The first is uh, Patrick Stewart talking about a Picard movie. Yes, apparently, Matt, from his lips uh, yesterday on a podcast, uh, uttered that uh, very soon, like a week, 10 days, he's going to be given a script uh that has been written a a picard film um maybe it'll also have all the kelvin characters in it and uh i don't know we could get section 31 in there basically it could be like the uh the land that time forgot well and that's just it when it comes to any in my mind any star trek news for this calendar year of 2024 with paramount global exploring is it or is it merging is it merged but gobbled up is it sale is it whatever it is they are leaking so many stories about their great successes to so many different places that's difficult to know what the truth is and what is aspirational so that's not to say that patrick stewart has not been told this and that's not to say that maybe there maybe there is not a good script out there but do they plan on making it versus Somebody wrote a script so they can get this as another juicy headline for another week to make another big company think that this is a that Paramount is worth buying and and so forth. I don't know. Um, I'm thinking, Pete, of all the Star Wars movies, Star Wars that is movies not made for the best intentions. Um, so maybe that could fit in there too. But you know, with any Star Trek news in 2024, unless it's a guarantee, Stranger Worlds filming, Lower Decks production underway, take it all with a grain of salt. A massive grain of salt at that, Matt. But pushing here into Echo proper, uh, some goodies dribbled out in the last little bit. Uh, and pretty thoughtfully, too, uh, there is a uh, ASL uh, poster uh, for the series. Um, what with the uh, are they are they called movements or are they just signs? I'm not sure, Matt. I don't know enough about all. But basically, there are hands that spell out the character's name on a poster. Pretty neat. You know, that they would put something out like that. It is. And I look, we've spent so much time uh, in, you know, in the history of this show's uh, production. We spent so much time talking about what it is not footage, not up to snuff when Marvel Studios finally reviews it and not doing eight episodes and, and so on and so forth. And we'll review some of that in a little bit. I like that here it is in the home stretch. I mean, obviously, look, the press, the PR push and so forth, of course, it's going to focus on the positive, but it really is an opportunity for us to focus on what this show is, not what it is not. They have worked hard 
to make a great show here, axing a bunch of stuff that didn't work. It's an opportunity for people like you and me to learn more about whether it's native culture, whether it's uh, American Sign Language signs and gestures and so forth. It's an opportunity to learn about a different slice of life. Yes, with the the wonderful, you know, MCU sauce. We get some superpowers and, you know, Pete, uh, we might get some Daredevil or some Kingpin or who, who's Daredevil on the look for? It's, it's a great rumor I heard recently and so forth. We kind of get all of that. Um, and it's not even like, you know, uh, uh, vegetables with your, with your steak sort of thing. We get to get a great new perspective here new to so many of us and that poster captured it in one image also not a leak and i had sent this to matt because initially i had people purporting this was a leak it was actually released i believe it was over a canadian uh sports network a, a lengthy official clip of um echo of maya lopez uh fighting uh daredevil from the show yeah and i'm slightly confused why if you're going to release that in one spot you don't release it everywhere and the answers might be so people say pete did you hear about this clip that's that's a leak not a leak let's talk about it more like he kind of adds to the it adds to the the chewability of it if you will but um look I think everyone enjoyed the character of Maya Lopez in Hawkeye. People enjoy the character of Daredevil. People enjoy Kingpin. What's not to be excited about this show, especially as it prepares to take us on a, a journey for Echo, as I said before, a journey into native culture and so forth. So it's it's worked, Pete. It's worked to get me and you and I think a lot of other people excited about this show. It remains to be seen how much, uh, you know, Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock will be in this show. Um, but that you have Vincent D'Onofrio back from Hawkeye as well. Um, you know, having played Fisk there that we're picking up, uh, the, the story, the comic accurate story there that had happened towards the end of Hawkeye, uh, the gunshot, uh, the whole thing there, the backstory that will continue to be explored between young Maya and uh, Fisk and this protege idea that has now obviously turned. And then you incorporate Daredevil into that, you know, enemy versus misunderstood ally, everything there. And this as the Daredevil show, uh, getting back into production after they've had some leadership changes. I would fully expect whatever we're going to see here is going to lead into that show. And for as much as I've complained lately of, you know, these, these story universes expect you to remember stuff across vast stretches of time and so forth. Okay. Fair is fair here. And, and look, should Echo have been out sooner if there were not production problems? Sure, let alone, I don't know to what degree, the dual strikes slowed down the completion of uh, final reshoots or final script changes or, or things of that sort. But that's behind us too. Fair is fair. You know, Hawkeye is barely two years ago. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like, that's fair enough to be like, what did happen to Fisk? Find out dot, dot, dot in two years. That's fine if that was the plan, let alone you go, again, production problems with this show, dual strikes. Two years is a perfectly fine amount of time for me to remember cliffhanger of Echo Shoots Kingpin to be continued. Um, it's, uh, again, I find myself, I can't wait to go back and listen to old podcasts where we're just mentioning Echo show news. Um because I was definitely down on this. It was like, watch out, the stinker is coming. And now there's just such optimism as we discuss this on the Saturday before the Tuesday night release of this show. Part of that, for me, I won't speak for you, Matt, seeing what I saw on social media the past couple days, the care in which they've taken, you know, they're dubbing, they've dubbed uh, all five of the episodes of this show in Choctaw. Um, and you know, the, the respect and everything they've done there, they had a screening, um, you know, for that community, uh, really, really dedicated to doing it right. Seeing them as consultants, Hey, help us to make this accurate. And although the character of uh, Echo of Maya Lopez in its comic incarnation is Cheyenne, uh, again, that you would serve this underrepresented community, that you would make them partners and not just a subject. Yeah. Um, And I think, look, first of all, for as much as there's, been supposedly a little walk back from disney in the last couple months in terms of i would i would argue our kind of quasi-coded wordings of like okay maybe we went too far with diversity for diversity's sake i don't think disney actually believes that i think that part of the part of the reflection back is i mean quite frankly again bring it back to echo someone was not overseeing the original vision of this show when it came to a story that worked same thing for the daredevil show to hear some of these rumors oh yeah we're not going to give you a daredevil suit until you know the eighth episode of the first season of daredevil reborn like no these are just bad decisions and i don't know why marvel studios hq has not had a better handle on any of these mistakes tv shows movie i don't know why that speaks to a leadership issue but the problem is not diversity uh, I think of the uh, the Hulu movie Prey, you know, the Predator um, prequel sequel, which delighted. I mean, it, it, that movie was so great because it explored uh, native culture. If you said it in the present time, it a it would have you know matched poorly against Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura and all that in the original. But the the diversity is what made it so special, and I feel like. I'm mindful of that here to say I, I'm eager to learn learn more about these cultures and these perspectives, uh, while again also getting you know superpower people could fight a lot. You know, and some of the performers that we've since seen in some of the ancillary promotional material, um, Graham Greene, Matt, who I go back to. Uh, you know, my childhood, Poltergeist 2, you know, he's in the Green Mile, uh, dances with wolves. Like, this is an OG 
uh, Native American actor and, you know, that he's involved here, uh, you know, super excited about that. Yeah, I mean, the the, the cast uh, here, I must confess, a number of the cast members will be new to us. And again, just wonderful opportunity to learn uh, more about some of these performers, but to have Alakwa Cox back. And it's funny, uh, maybe funny isn't the right word. It was so delightful to see in that, um, in that clip that Marvel released uh, talking about the, the, the Choctaw dubbing and respect and, and the, the cultural uh, influences and so forth to see Alakwa Cox, the enthusiasm with which she is signing and mouthing the point that she's making about whether it's you know culture or excitement for the series or being a role model, like whatever it is, you know, you don't need the or rather the absence of a voice from her is not taking away her enthusiasm at all. It's just she's punching through the screen with that to know that there's more yeah. Zon McLarnan who's just been fantastic in everything that he does. I think back mm-hmm. Westworld previous to his time in the MCU. You know, Graham Greene, okay, fine, we mentioned D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox and so forth, but, you know, what a what a great list of familiar Native performers and then some of the folks that are newer to us cannot wait to, to see them on screen. Yeah. Um, and, again, the reverence with which they're approaching this, at the same time, reverence to... What was once that, oh, this was MCU, not MCU anymore, uh, that we're, we're digging into Daredevil for a second series now in a, another series that is not about him to bring him back, um, to consider all those stories that have been told before with uh, Charlie Cox's character, beloved, um, as having happened in this universe yeah and it's funny that too kind of the, the the specter of how official is this and so forth or even this idea it's getting the marvel spotlight banner and I, i'm still a little unclear exactly what that means beyond the the canned definition of lesser known corners of marvel you know like what does that mean exactly um the fact that this is a tv ma show um after going through a lengthy, not just edit, but a lengthy reshoot process, I'm heartened by that. I don't need it to be TV. How about this way? I don't need my Echo show to be TVMA one way or another. But if that's the story you want to tell, awesome. Let's not have the Disney, you know, kind of bumpers on either side to say, well, let's not show too much, whatever. Tell the story you want to tell. The fact that Disney, Marvel, Disney Plus that they're also using this as a way to be like let's start to educate Disney the the, the 100 million plus Disney Plus users let's educate them on the TVMA setting and on profiles and things of that sort they could have just let this show die a quick death and you know mild concern okay releasing them all at once is that what what Disney is doing and whatnot the fact that they're Attaching an extra Marvel banner to it, Marvel Spotlight, keeping the TVMA, making sure that this is a way where if you're interested in this show, you just need to have your settings set properly and parents need to be aware, like things of that sort. They're taking the extra care here for this product. And again, it's just back to that sense of optimism. Yeah. So, I mean, we want to hear from our audience five at once. How will you be watching 
um, you know, we've put out our schedule and we'll go over that in a minute, but let us know, uh, are you going to go through all five of these at once? I mean, that I have no intention of, of throttling these all after nine o'clock, uh, on, a on a business night. Um, but I'm going to be honest, you know, by some point later in the day, Wednesday, if not Thursday, I'm going to have been through all of them. Yeah. And indeed, let's take a minute to review the, uh, the podcast schedule here. So as you said, Pete, it's the evening of the ninth, uh, when it will be available. So whether you're watching then or you're watching anytime on the previously announced, uh, Wednesday, the 10th date, um, we will be podcasting the first two episodes on Friday, January 12th, uh, then episodes three and four on Sunday, the 14th, and then the finale episode five on the 16th, uh, possible that we might record those sometimes a little smidge early. So, um, we'll certainly have, you know, Twitter polls and whatnot up. Uh, if you're like, oh man, I have this really great theory. I have this heartfelt observation, whatever it might be. And you want to be sharing it via email. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying guaranteed we will record a day before for all three of those dates, but you know, if you do have that larger thought, maybe get it to us sooner than not. Um, and I, it's funny, Pete, you saying you want to watch everything essentially before we start to podcast it. I'm not quite sure where my mindset is, but I will say our approach to podcasting these episodes will be slightly different in terms of like, I don't think we're going to, I don't think at the end, when we talk about episodes one and two, I don't think we're going to spend a half hour saying, Pete, we've called the internet for all the crazy theories that there might be. No, the answers will have already been known for those who have seen the episode. So, um, but you we know, will podcast with that in mind, like not, dig it into like, oh, you know, something that comes up in, in episode two, you know, will it pay off in episode five? We'll, we'll know that. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be an interesting way to get into the mechanics of the series. Um, yes. cause sometimes so when we, we do we used to do, you know, 13 Marvels by the, you know, on a, on a, um, on a Netflix show when they dropped them all at once, you know, I remember mainlining that first season of daredevil, but in between we were also, I mean, Matt, we either did two episodes the first day or three in the first 36 hours. I don't remember. <laughs> it was a blur, but I went through all those episodes right away. Yeah, it's funny, speaking back to Daredevil as well, I remember us having a lengthy discussion, like, like maybe like an eight-minute discussion on um, the, uh, who was the reporter character in Daredevil? Ben Ulrich. That's the one. I remember us discussing at length um, all the Easter eggs in the, uh, the Bolton board behind his desk and what mm -hmm. it all means. And it just ended up being, it was a cool set decoration. It wasn't, it wasn't lost style, you know, oh, look, if you look at the, 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 the cards that are there, they spell out a cryptograph that, that, that just things like that, where I, I think of that as kind of one extreme of we were digging, we were digging for a well that was not there versus we get to podcast echo saying, Pete, did you see how at the end of episode two, 
That's when somebody says, and behold, I have the knife, and that's the knife that done the deed at the end of episode five, you know, or whatever it's going to look like. Yeah, I mean, the the level to which the, the connectivity at that time, as opposed to, you know, the, the spectrum that Marvel Netflix, now all those shows on Disney Plus, um, and, you know, apparently other characters past uh, Murdoch, past Fisk, from that coming, um, don't know if that'll happen during echo maybe echoes of them who knows but uh super excited to uh finally be getting underway with this yeah and you uh you hinted at something and i'll just mention it again because i don't want to i don't want to be spoilery i also i also don't know if this is true but having read just in the last day or so who might be bringing Matt Murdock to town into, you know, intersecting with Echo and so forth um, has me really heartened to say maybe we'll see more folks from the Netflix, uh, the Marvel Netflix end of things, whether it's in this show, whether it's just the beginning, you know, the beginning of a thread that gets picked up in the Daredevil series. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, Pete, I'll just mention quickly, maybe before we pivot to some uh, some people's thoughts on Twitter, I'll just pivot for people to keep in mind that originally this show, as we mentioned before, originally it was eight episodes with directorial work split between Sydney Freeland and Catronia McKenzie. The series that we are getting has been heavily reshot. It's the five episodes that we've discussed. And uh, all the direction uh, directing credits go to Sydney Freeland. So, first of all, I can only assume that Catronia McKenzie was paid for her time and so forth. I also wouldn't be surprised if maybe you see a Catronia McKenzie producer credit to make up for the fact that um, the work she did on multiple episodes of this show will not be credited thusly because at the end of the day, I don't, you know, again, it'll be interesting to, to, to find out at some point what was this show originally how bad was the situation now is not really the time to be focusing on the bad and the negative and so forth but in this production process i'll be interested to learn to learn more but but pete take us to twitter here yes on twitter matt we had asked i had asked uh prior to uh the show streaming uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, what do you expect? What do you hope to see? Uh, and a couple responses here, Matt. First, we heard from, of course, Major Noel Gardner. Uh, she said all kinds of representation, but I heard that we might find out who bought the Avengers Tower. So that too. And Pete, I also find myself thinking of Book of Boba Fett as we get ready for this, which is to say uh, some of the best episodes of Book of Boba Fett were stories about the Mandalorian and Luke Skywalker and baby Grogu, right? Um, and I'm not complaining about that, but I hope that, let me this way, I love that there's all these potential ingredients in this show. I hope that the best episode of Echo is not the one in which Kingpin and Daredevil fight outside Avenger Tower, and also that's when other Defenders show up, and you know, and Doctor Strange, and this and that, and we go, oh, there really wasn't Echo in Echo. 
hopefully hopefully in the multiple processes to make this show all these all these ingredients sing together magan yousef uh at uh m c r o o k e d uh l e t t e r uh y uh crooked lettery uh responded a ballet scene just like parts of a whole that Matt, a very well-known uh, Echo comic. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. I've not read it. I think that that's going to have to be my uh, my joyous homework this weekend uh, to check that out because um, particularly if the show is taking influence from it or reference from it, uh, why not why not uh, have as much comics knowledge as possible. Steve DeBurge uh, wrote in. Uh, he's interested to see how Disney works in TVMA content, trying to recreate a bit of the OG Netflix Marvel shows. Maybe not to that extreme, but the trailer showed some graphic violence, at least for Disney. Yeah, and this the, the hand-wringing of Disney saying, oh, can we bring TVMA stuff to Disney Plus? It's done. Disney Plus does it in the rest of the world. Let's stop being so scared of people in the country who want to make a big deal over Disney. Mickey Mouse has ruined my kids. Like, let's just look. Hulu is already on Disney Plus, Pete. Where's the sky? The sky is still up there. The sky didn't fall. We're going to be okay. Same thing here. Maya Lopez wants to kick some butt against some bad guys and bloody her knuckles a bit. Bring it on. And then James the Sagacious, that's at Big Killin, wisely replies, all caps, cameos. They are fun, aren't they? They are fun when they work. Um, And who knows who we're going to get? I know there's somebody I'm hoping to see return uh, after after too long a time, not, not in a Marvel production. So... Pete, fingers crossed on all of this. Looking forward to the forthcoming uh, podcast journey. It's going to go fast. It's going to be what all done in ten weeks time. Uh, ten weeks in ten days time. Series wrap on January twentieth, and of course this this journey into the Marvel spotlight made possible by those who support us on patreoncom geek keeping us listener supported. Everybody who contributes gets access to exclusive content, all sorts of levels to choose from. But you place the value on the product. Takes us a dollar to get in that door. Uh, Can't contribute right now. Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts. Matt, we still need help as far as ratings, reviews on the Echo Podcast by Fantastic Geek. But you could rate any of our 35 podcast feeds to this point. And certainly that, uh, that help always appreciated Pete. Let's keep the Marvel conversation going. How can people be in touch with you on Twitter and other social media outlets? You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on threads. You can find me on blue sky at Peter P I E T E R J K L R K E T E L A A R 12,600 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, and Threads, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the P and the H, all one word, like it today. 
reviewing the schedule one more time. We are back talking Echo episodes 101 and 102. The first two episodes on Friday, January 12th. Talking episodes 3 and 4 that Sunday, the 14th. And then the finale on the 16th uh, series wrap. Uh, two weeks from today, Pete, if you can believe it. With that, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. Talk to you real soon. <laughs>